Good morning and welcome to ASL's HR in 10. At 10. I'm Jason Perry. And I'm Kimberly Bradshaw. And we're going to bring you up to date with what's been going on in the world of HR um, over the last few days. So, Kimberly, shall we start with the initiative from uh, East Sussex County Council? That's looking really quite interesting. Oh, I think that's a really positive step and it's great that our council is doing that. I'd be interested to know if any other councils are offering support around the vaccination. But, you know, good on East Sussex, that's for yes. sure. Yeah. So what, what we're actually seeing is East Sussex are looking at employers who are, let's say, in a kind of at-risk area where their workers are more exposure and they're working to put into place some additional testing. Now, I'm assuming this is going to be lateral flow testing. It's uh, part of an initiative to roll that out. But they've joined forces, if that's the right way of putting it, with our local Chamber of Commerce with Let's Do Business. Um, and they're starting out putting a survey out to try and understand where the need might be. So if you're an employer who currently has people who are on site, can't work from home, and are perhaps in an environment where they are just necessarily working near other people, get in touch with uh, Let's Do Business. We can put you in contact with them. So call us if you don't have their details. Um, and we can start that ball rolling. But it's a great initiative to look at rolling out testing in employers. It's it's always been kind of easy for the bigger employers, hasn't it, Kimberly? It has. And I just realised earlier I said vaccination instead of testing. Um, yes, you know, large companies have access to occupational health, either internally yeah. or they, you know, buy it in as and as and when. But smaller companies just don't have the budget available. Yes to commit to that kind of yeah. thing. So I'm really impressed with yes. the Sussex County yeah. Council for doing this. And it's it's not even a budget thing. I mean, I, I know you're kind of right, but we've got, I mean, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about without mentioning it, but we've got one of the, let's say an SME who joins us regularly on our Wednesday COVID call, um, who is the model of excellence on HR, <laughs> but actually, probably with, um, I don't know, somewhere around 100 employees. They're not a big organisation. They don't have the kind of resource you'd normally associate with that. But they're doing testing. They have wonderful mental health policies. They've got brilliant employee engagement. Uh, it's not always just about the budget. It's just a kind of fitting it into your resource planning and your business plan. There are so many other things for a small business to be focusing on. Exactly. And, you know, it's really the culture led from the top. And, you know, the person you're talking about is lucky she's on the leadership team and her leaders are really supportive of everybody. Yeah. So, you know, that makes it so much easier to be a model employer. Yes. Yeah. I think the interesting thing to look at from here is when you're doing it all right, it's easy. But one of the other interesting things that came out yesterday um, was looking at health and safety executive um, and just how much whistleblowing is going on. And if we believe the statistics, half of all employees have actually whistleblown during the COVID crisis. And it's worth thinking about what the key areas there are, isn't it? Yeah, that's shocking because that says to me that they can't talk to their own organisations. Mm. And, well, 
it, either they can't talk to their own organisations or they're disgruntled employees yes. uh, or there is a legitimate problem. But in any situation, it says employee engagement is poor, Yes, I think. And I, I think you've got to look again, uh, just to look in the, the detail of those numbers, it was somewhere just under... Um, 50%, I think, and I'm just looking for the numbers now, um, 48% of all complaints were about social distancing. Mm. Um, and 8% were about lack of PPE. And I'm assuming for most employers, that probably means masks. Healthcare, clearly, there's a wider range of PPE. But most employers, that's masks, isn't it? Yeah, masks and availability of gel and signs up and mm. things like that. I mean, certainly from, you know, people I talk to, they've done all that's needed. But, you know, the communication piece perhaps yes. isn't there. And then they're not engaging sufficiently with their employees in mm. order to reassure them of their safety. Yeah. But equally, you know, as we were talking about yesterday, I think it really points to us uh, so, oh, sorry, homeworking cats just appeared. Um, <laughs> it points to the employer's requirement to regularly do their risk assessments. Yes, the joys of being live. They're just a tail yeah, going behind your head every so often. <laughs> yeah, it livens it up, doesn't it? It um, does. <laughs> I, I, the big thing, I guess, is... Uh, do you know how do you deal with these and how do you prevent them from happening I, there was a case in the past few days i've become aware of and it's a major employer i won't mention names yeah. but a major employer where the hse and the police have raided and fined people for not wearing masks now the thing you want to do is prevent that from happening so what steps can you take kimberly to try and help people talk to you rather than ring that HSE hotline? You need to make it okay to not be okay, basically. Mm. You need to make it, you need to encourage openness and sharing. And even if you don't like what you hear, you need to value and appreciate the fact that somebody has felt open so that you can talk to them. You know, I think that's so missing in, in today's leadership to some extent. Yeah, to me, that's that's key. I'd want to be making sure we had policies in place around the use of PPE at work. Uh, I'd want to make sure we have policies around testing and vaccinations. Uh, but the key thing is, oh, hello, winning hearts and minds. <laughs> um you couldn't set that up if you wanted. No, I um, know. Yes. We've been practicing all morning, Zarina and I. <laughs> yes. Um, but it, it's communication, isn't it? Because you can say these things. You can put up posters. You can use the staff notice board. I'm just thinking if you have a staff notice board in a new socially mm. distanced workplace, I'm not entirely sure how that works. But it's about bringing people together and sharing updates with them regularly so they actually feel that you care that you're interested that you yeah, want to hear oh sorry go on sorry i was just saying that you want to hear yes i mean how shocking to have got to that place where the police and the health mm. and safety executive are storming into the building how many people whistleblowed and you know how many people if they'd communicated regularly reviewed their practices 
communicated. It, it would be so unnecessary. I, it's shocking that yeah. it got to that place. Yeah. And I think one of the other things probably worth mentioning, um, I, do you know, I know our target audience, if that's the right way of putting it, is a smaller employer. We're, we're not blessed down here on the Sussex coast with uh, hundreds of multinationals we're preaching to the HR directors of. And actually, they have an advantage because changing the culture of a FTSE 100 company with 10,000 employees takes a long time. Mm-hmm. If you're an SME and you've got 30 or 50 people and you're you know, on the Sussex coast, the reality is you can start changing this in a matter of a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And it's getting that communication right. It's showing people that you care and it's showing an interest, isn't it? Yes, I think also key is involving people in what's happening and what might be coming up. Um, so, you know, for example, as you know, we're working on a project, Jason, and again, who should be nameless, but, you know, they're involving everybody. They're telling everybody what is likely to happen. They're telling people how they're going to be involved. And then everybody in the company is going to be communicated with, sat yes. down with, ask questions, get their input. You need to let employees feel that they're involved and that you're listening. Okay, you might not be able to deliver everything that they want, mm. but you can at least then say, well, we heard that, but we yes. can't do it because. Yes. And you know, it's such basic stuff. I struggle sometimes to understand why people can't do that. Yeah. And, and, you know, you said, I, I think you borrowed a quote of mine, actually, which I used yesterday. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's okay not to be okay. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, that is something you want your people to feel. Mm. It's really important that we get, particularly now, we work in a way that, let's say, makes it okay to have mental health problems, to be stressed, to have mm. actually difficulties and ask for help. But do you know what? It's okay as an employer not to be okay too. It's about trying to get it right. And your people will understand if you're at least on that road and on that journey rather than expecting to be perfect at it all. Yes, I think where SMEs potentially struggle is they're, in my experience, less likely to implement some form of mental health and well-being policy or practices to to support well-being and mental health. Because, you know, let's face it, a lot of SMEs don't really understand a lot of what HR is about and the value that it can add. And so why would they think of introducing something like that? It's uh, easily resolved. It is. Do you know, we had these wonderful plans of another subject we thought we might bring in. (laughs) But guess what? We're out of time. We are. HR in 10 has spoken for 10. So it's been a pleasure. We really hope you find these useful. If you do, please do share with other people and do click the subscribe button to follow our YouTube channel so you'll get alerts each time we're live every Thursday. Um, And we will say bye-bye for now and see you next Thursday at 10. Goodbye. Thanks. Bye-bye.